You guys. Okay, let me just set the scene here for a second. You're probably going to... Wow, it sounds like a lot of echo in here for some reason. <laughs> Live from my bathroom. I'm not really. But <laughs> that's what it's, that sounds like right now. Anyway, okay. So, I don't know. Let me fix this and see if it kind of goes somewhere. Um, okay, so the scene is this. Colton's in the other room. Um, Colton, my, my son who is so worldly and for some reason can have a short conversation with you and explain all of life's lessons and life's goals, even though he's only been through 10 years of his life. Like what? He's in the other room watching um, these old races on his laptop. So if you hear him laughing and screaming, that's what he's doing. So listen, this is real life. Um, what I was going to tell you is that I was listening through a bunch of podcasts and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Like, so I started doing this podcast more as a challenge, right? That I've talked about. It was something that like, can I do it every day? Can I be consistent? No matter what, like if there's, you know, I don't know, the weekend going on or spring break and stuff. And it's been super challenging, not necessarily to remember to do it, but to have something that brings value to you. That's enough for me to sit down and actually do an episode to feel like I didn't just waste your time. So this has been quite a challenge and I'm, I'm really, really loving it, but I've gone through and I've listened to other podcasts because I typically do. And um, I was just noticing, I'm like, wow, okay, this could be a good thing or it could not be a good thing. And you, th this is where your feedback comes in. Like whether you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, I would love to hear, to see the reviews on there. I'd love to be, you know, if you can give me five stars, you know, whatever your opinions are, I will talk about them and I will mention them. It can be good. It can be bad. It can be indifferent. It can be whatever. As long as it's an opinion, I would love to be able to share it and also learn from it. But what I notice is that like right now I'm just jumping into conversation. I don't have an intro. I don't have this big song. It, you know, it doesn't always sound the same where I am. I did one of the episodes from my car. Like, and I'm like, oh my God, am I just so low grade that I'm just like, just winging it and just kind of doing this? Or is it something that's good that you feel like this is just like the real deal that we're hanging out? I'm hoping it's that one because that's my whole intention here. I didn't want to overthink it. Um, cause for the longest time, like I, I, I was in radio for 20 years, I did a podcast and everything was so produced and it had an intro and it had transitions and it had music and it had all of these things. And I was like, God, just cut all that crap and just talk. I love it when people just talk to me. So if like you were to run into me, like we would just jump into conversation. This is legitimately what kind of conversations we have. And I was talking to someone who's new to our team and he's like, can you just call me every single morning and just like do this every single morning when we were having a Zoom call? And I was like, listen, if you like go hard in this business, I will call you every single morning and I will speak life into you in any way you need it. Like I just, I love this and I hope, hope, hope that you even listening right now, whether it's the first time you've listened or if you've listened to past episodes, which I would recommend, is that you feel like we're just hanging out. Like that's that's what I would love the most because I don't want to put pressure on it. I actually am not interested at this point. That could change because in my life, literally everything changes always. Is that right now I'm not interested in an intro or any overproduced thing. Like I'm cool with just starting it out and just like talking. So we cool? Like we good? Okay. So today I want to talk about changes to your morning routine that are going to transform your day. This morning, today, I was like not right. I was in... I was in a bad mood that I was aware of. I was trying to think of a way to describe it. You know when you can hear yourself saying things that you're like, dang, did that come out of my mouth? <laughs> did I really get like that judgmental over something that doesn't matter? 
it's things like that. And I get so frustrated with myself because it's like, I, I sound snippy or I like, I just don't have time for things or I'm just not in the moment or I'm just, I don't know, distracted. I don't like that. It makes me feel weird. So I've been trying to pull myself back all day and not every day for, in fact, seldom I act this way. There's very few days that I'm like this for a variety of reasons, but I was like, today, I'm like, what is my deal? Like, did I not get enough sleep? Or like, is really everything irritating me? Or what is my problem? And what it is, is it always goes back. Always. It doesn't matter, like, ladies. It doesn't matter if it's that time of the month. It doesn't matter if it's not that time of the month. If I screw up my morning routine, then I am screwed. Like, and so is everybody around me. And that sucks. Because I don't, I don't believe in you or me having an excuse being like, oh, just woke up on the wrong side of the bed and continuing your behavior knowing that you're being a rag doll. Like you're just, I could say so many things, but like don't, just don't be that way. And especially if you know you're being that way, like it's not cool to be like, I'm such a bitch. That's not cool to be that way. Like you're, that's not someone I want to be around or I want to hang out with. If not, like, I get it. We all can be like bitchy and we can all be in bad moods and we can all like get crabby. Real life. Like, that's just real life. But if you embrace it and you know that you're that person and you, and you can continue to like perpetuate that attitude and those feelings and that hatred, like, ew, no, thank you. I do not want to be around you. So I saw parts of that in me today and I was like, God, no one wants to be around me. And then I was doing things that were like, completely out of my comfort zone completely um so today we had this thing like we have these um cans of we call them lifestyle drinks um because they're not energy drinks however they put you into ketosis that's neither here nor there however it's something that's new for us and we wanted people to try it and instead of ha- them having to buy it to try it we were going to go around all where we live they call it the treasure valley so it's like boise meridian nampa um, Eagle, like just literally all around. Um, and we were just going to like pour shots for people. And so that in itself was like, that was a good idea. Like that was something that we wanted to do. We wanted to offer it for free. We wanted to just go around, but really we wanted to meet people like meeting someone else and like, like seeing their energy and feeling their energy, like drives me like crazy. And I always have to know everybody's life. Like listen, my friend was like, Oh, I'm at the post office and the skinny white guy that's at the counter. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, totally said what his name was, which I won't say it here. I'm like, he's a runner. He's been running since the eighties. Um, he served in the military and I like go on and on and on. Like he cracks bad jokes. He always has one arm up. Like I know his story and I know it for every single person that works at the post office. And like, that's what I do. That's like my thing. So when I get to meet new people, I love, love, love digging into what their story is. And because I'm so interested in what people's lives are like. In fact, when I was little, (laughs) I would sit, I was such a weird kid, but I would do this today. Now saying it out loud, just so you know, when I say this out loud, I realize that it sounds creepy to an adult mind. Okay, so now that I've said that, let's go to a child's mind, okay? Okay, great. (laughs) Please don't judge me. Or if you do, it doesn't matter. Just share this episode with somebody. So I used to sit we lived in this neighborhood that was just like a super family neighborhood, not anything like a high-end neighborhood. Like, listen, we were broke as hell when I was little, um, all the way through my childhood into my teen years. But we had these houses that would face each other on a neighborhood or on a like side street. And there were a lot of kids, families and all that kind of stuff. Well, most of us had like one story houses with basements 
But this house that was across the street was a split level and they didn't have a screen door on their front door. This sounds weird, but just kind of work with me for a second. Everybody else had screen doors. So I was used to that. Well, this house had a lot of activity. Like there were teenagers that lived there, there were adults, and these people were like, they were like, go, go, go. And I didn't know them well enough to know what they were doing. So (laughs) this is where the creepy part comes in if you're an adult and not if you're a kid. I'm a total dreamer. I don't know if you've picked up on that, but I am somebody who like, I can create scenarios, I can create characters, I can create situations that have not yet started, existed, or even happened, and I can build them into something. Like, and I love doing that. I absolutely love it, which is how I came up with a lot of concepts of of different work that I've done. That also is for another story. I was in a lot of industries. I wrote a book. (laughs) I planned really big events in different cities. And um, that was like my dream that was kind of coming true. But um, ask me about that if I forget to tell you about it, if you're interested. But I used to sit down on my couch and my couch was the back of it would sit up against this big window that was in the front of the house. And we were one of the one story houses, um, but it had a basement and it was partially unfinished. But for the most part, it was, you know, basement we can live in. So I would, everybody would be downstairs, like watching TV or doing whatever. And I would be upstairs facing backwards on the couch so I could look out the window and I would watch the house across the street from me. And I, every time someone would go in side the front door that didn't have a screen door they would I would watch the door close and I would wonder what's going on in their life right now like do they are they sitting down for dinner are they doing their homework are they talking about their vacation plans and I would create these scenarios in my mind yes I know (laughs) so I've always been the kind of person that just wonders what's going on in people's lives only because it's so interesting to see how similar we all are but how different we all are it's just been something I've been fascinated by my whole life So when I meet someone, I don't intentionally do it, but I have such a desire to learn who they are and like what makes them tick that I will, anyway, back to what we did today that was super uncomfortable. Like that's my goal when I meet people. I want to know you. I don't want to know the surface crap. I don't want to know the stuff you post on social media. Oh, this is fine. Or he loves me so much. He bought me flowers. Like, but did you fight this morning? Are you going to fight tonight? Or, or like he bought you flowers, but also he, what was even more important was that he came home from work earlier because he know that time is your time spent or time together is like one of your love languages that kind of stuff. Those are the things that are interesting to me, not the stuff that we choose to post. Because I think so often what we share with people, this is not the subject of this, of today's episode, but I'm just going to go into it. What, what we share with a lot of people are the things that we're immediately focused on, but they're not the things that serve us or feed us. So we, if we were to go back out of the moment that that caused us to post like, he loves me so much, He bought me flowers. Like, look at, aren't these so beautiful? Number one, they're gorgeous. Number two, how sweet. (laughs) Like I go through all of these emotions, but at the same time, I'm like, and they're sitting on the table that the two of you refinished together that was passed along from your grandmother. Like that's a big deal. That's special. That just kind of, there's a story there. There's more to it. So I always like try to dig deeper. So we were out like sharing this drink and, and, and meeting people and talking to people, but this is something that we're not super comfortable doing. And I was in a bad mood already today awareness you know in awareness that I was in a bad mood and I was like like I know that the energy that I'm putting out right now is not a welcoming energy like who's people aren't going to want to talk to me and be like hey what's going on Tasha they're just going to be like 
So I had to switch it. And so I put myself into like a super uncomfortable position. We were all out in public. This is a big deal for Janice when we go out to with any intention of like sharing something. Like we weren't there to sell anybody on anything, but if they wanted it, then we would have given it to them. But we're not gonna like walk up to you as you're watching your kids play at the playground and tap you on the shoulder and ask you if you wanted a shot of this drink. Like hell no, never happening ever in a million years, nor will I cold message you ever, 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 period. That is not okay. So we were out there and I kind of like got myself into a comfortable place where I was like, I'm super proud of us that we did this. And I noticed that when when what we do, like the two of us, when we know we're entering something that's uncomfortable, we get snappy. So already I wasn't in a good mood when I was starting the day. And then I was snappy because I was anticipating an uncomfortable situation that I didn't really want to be in. And the fact that she was also being snappy made us both snappy together. That's fun. And then our son is with us. And so we're out. And I was like, Tasha, you got to get a grip. So we walk out to this main area. Um, this place is called The Village at Meridian, and it's an outdoor shopping area. It was a beautiful day today. It was sunny. It was warm. And the sun that's here is like really warm. And I'm, that's that's like no BS. It, like it's just really, really hot. And then when the clouds cover it, it gets really, really cold. It's I've never felt it before. And I've literally lived all across the country. It's just super hot here when the sun comes out. So it was super hot out there while all the kids were playing and stuff. And there was this tent that was set up. And we walk over to it and there's these papers. It was a little bit breezy. So there was these papers that were um, safety pinned and they were just like um, almost like half sheets of paper and they had writing on them. I didn't know what they were, but everybody was kind of like filling in the middle of it where they would write their own comments of whatever it was. And then they safety pinned them to this like fabric wall and everything was kind of like blowing in the wind. So it caught our attention. So we walked over there thinking it was like a vendor of some sort just to see what was going on. And it was this thing called, oh my God, I should have brought it in here. I had a bracelet on. It, I think it said hashtag get happy. So if you have a second, search hash, hashtag get happy. But it was basically, they weren't there to sell anything or do anything or whatever. They actually were there to ask people how they would spread kindness. And that for me, like shifted everything. There were these pieces of paper and we went to go, oh, wait, I took a picture of it. Hang on a second. I can do this while I'm, while I'm talking to you. I have information. Okay. So, um, there are these two tables and there were bracelets, you know, those like rubber kind of bracelets that have like messages on them. You could take one, you could write on a piece of paper. Um, oh, it was called live happy. Oh, okay. So it's hashtag happy acts, A-C-T-S, happy acts. And these pieces of paper, it says, happy acts are small things with a big impact. And then it says, I will share happiness by, and then we filled them out. And none of us talked to each other, but I was already feeling the way I was feeling. Janice was feeling the way she was feeling. And Colton was just amazing because he just is. Like, I don't know how that kid, he's very rarely in a bad mood. Like, ugh, I don't know where he came from. Like, from a magical place, I tell you. I love him. So Colton fills his out and he holds it up and he says, this is how it says, I will share happiness by respecting others and myself and then having high health self-esteem. And then he posts it on the wall. And Jenna says, I will share happiness by giving love to everyone I meet and sharing better with the world. 
And then mine says, I will share happiness by pouring into others, expressing gratitude and celebrating the good moments. And that was the moment that I needed to celebrate. It was at that time. And I just like looking at what they said, it was like where we are, where we need to be. So me being crabby and Janice being crabby and being like snappy at each other and going somewhere where we didn't know we were going or where we were landing. We didn't have anyone we were specifically meeting at this place. Like we were just going and being, and that's super uncomfortable for us because we like to have a point and a purpose of what we're doing and where we're going and we didn't and I feel like we were completely drawn there to talk about sharing happiness and to redirect our attitude and so I was like god this is just like the coolest thing and so we were talking to each other while we were watching Colton play on the on the play stuff and he was meeting other kids just so easily and I was like I really like to Janice I go I really like hanging out with you I didn't in the car but I'm really enjoying you right now and she's like I didn't like you in the car either (laughs) But I really like hanging out with you. You're my best friend. And so I was like, God, life is so good. As as rough as it can get, like I need to set myself straight. So how do I, and this is just like circling back around to the whole point of this. Sorry, I went on a tangent, but I just wanted to share that because it was like all of these things that happened because I woke up in a way that like just set me off and it had nothing to do with anybody else. It was completely because my routine was off completely. So If you have ever had those moments, like you can open your eyes and have a bad day. You just can. And I know there's a lot of like different mindset things you can do and there's different things that you can exercise um, and there's reasons and there's explanations why you do this. And a lot of it is what I keep going back to is that you immediately think of your old stories. Like instead of starting the day fresh and like a new day, you go back to the things you worry about. And so worrying about is just like creating things that haven't happened, like developing negative situations on purpose. So why are we doing this to ourselves? Well, because we're not in a place of gratitude, we're not in the right place where we wake up. So I have five things that you can do every single morning that will transform your entire day. And these are the things that I do and the things this morning that I did not do. And it shifts everything. So like I say, at the end of every episode, I um, give you some value at the end. I'm going to give you like a top five list. I will give you some action steps. I'll give you something that you can tuck in your pocket. You can write down, you can do whatever you want. Maybe Leave it at the back of your mind and it'll pop up later in life when you need it. Do whatever you want with it. But I want to leave you with value and I want to make sure that you feel like this was time well spent listening and maybe, maybe, maybe something helped you in hearing this or you related in some way. I would absolutely love that. So number one, this is one thing that you can do to change your morning routine that will transform your day is leave your phone alone. I know a lot of us use our phone as our alarm clock, like get yourself an old school alarm clock. I, my second home is Target. I fully admit it. I take part in the 5% off savings. Every time I do make a purchase, I take part in the cartwheel. Oh yes, I do. Do I know the people at Target that work near me? I sure do. Do I take a picture every time I'm in the self-checkout? I do. (laughs) Like that is me. There are alarm clocks at the end cap in the home section and there are a ton of them and they're old school and they don't require a phone. They even don't require to be plugged in if you don't want to. Like they have the old school clocks. I cannot stress that enough to leave your phone in another room or like for me, Colton isn't always at my house. So I, there's no way in hell that I'm putting my phone in another room just in case something happens. So this is what I've done. This is for iPhone users. I don't know if it, if it's for Android. If it is for Android, let me know so I can share this with people. But 
what you can do on an iPhone is you can set emergency bypass on somebody's contact. So like I have Colton's contact information in here and his dad's contact information in here. And on their specific um, contact profile, I click emergency bypass. So no matter what, it will always ring through. It can be on silent, it could be low volume, it could be literally anything and they will be able to ring through. So that's what I do. And I do my very best to not allow my phone to be the first thing that I see in the morning. In fact, they say take at least 15 minutes. For me, my best mornings, and I know this is hard for some people, especially if you're in a job that you like wake up and you're like, oh my God, I gotta answer this, I gotta answer that. Number one, ask yourself this. Are people gonna die if I do not respond? I don't mean that sarcastically because I actually do know that there are emergency room workers, somebody in the medical field, somebody who works as a first responder, and the answer could be yes. So let's be real here. That's why you ask yourself that question. Yes, somebody could die. Okay, great. Look at your phone. Number two, or if if the answer is no, they're not going to die, like it's just going to be that they don't know this information immediately. Okay, we're fine, right? We can do other things. So my best mornings are the mornings that I actually don't look at my phone until I'm ready. Those are the very best mornings. The reason why is because I don't wake right up in like right when you wake up, you're super vulnerable, right? This for lack of a better term, this is not coming from a psychological perspective. Just in general, you are fresh to the day, you're vulnerable, you haven't really even like let your brain wake up. You're shoving the blue light right in your face and you're immediately reacting. You are giving yourself no power, no time. No, you're not even sitting up to respond to this stuff. But what if you were able to get yourself ready, get yourself prepared, situate yourself, even maybe grab yourself a cup of coffee or something that makes you feel good, then you take it on, then you feel better. You feel more equipped to be able to handle the situations that are coming your way. Good, bad, or indifferent. It could be like, oh, Aunt Susie is letting you know that, you know, cousin Sarah is fighting with her husband or whatever, you know, something like that. Like, Kay, that's actually not my problem, but you're making it so my problem that it's not necessarily the fight that's bothering me. It's that you're taking your time to share gossip with me that's frustrating to me. Something like that. Like that's not a fun way to start the morning. So what if you could start the morning by equipping your body with the goodness that you need in order to start? And I'm going to get into the couple things that you can do. So number one is leave your phone alone. Number two is set and affirm your goals for the day. What would you like to get done? My friend Mitch, who I've talked about, who's a great mentor of mine, and he's just like freaking genius. He can process thought, helps process thoughts for you. I just, he reframes wording. He resets the way you see things and think of things. He can help shift your emotions based on, you know, how you function. I It's some sort of magic act, but it's not. It's a very simplistic way of doing it. So he says things like the set and affirm your goals for the day, he always says, see the day before you seize the day. So just kind of look at what what is it you want to accomplish? Are you, I mean, literally anything. I want to stop for coffee before I go. I want to casually go into work. I want to get my desk set up right. I want to grab some flowers and I want to put them on my desk. That just sounded nice. I don't know why I said that. Like, I, I can't even tell you a time that I've ever done that. <laughs> I just made that up. I just, that sounds nice. Okay, I think I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> grab some fresh, fresh flowers, um, maybe I'd like to go in early and decorate, you know, for somebody's birthday. I want to do whatever, you know, just like insert whatever it is that you want to do, or I'm going to get to work by this time. So, you know, I can be complete by this time so I can get home and make so-and-so's baseball practice. So you want to set those goals. So you're going to not touch your phone. You're going to open your eyes. You can even stretch a little bit. You can kind of take a few deep breaths. 
Think of what your day is going to look like. Then number three is actually stretch. Stand up. Put your arms above your head. Take some deep breaths. Do whatever it is that you can take. Open up your chest. Roll your shoulders back. Relax your neck. Stretch your legs. Like get your body in motion. Get some blood flowing through that body of yours. Like really wake yourself up. Because remember, by this point, no one has affected your thought process or anything. And moms and dads, um, if you have kids, if you're doing this before the kids wake up, like, oh, this is going to be the best day ever, right? Right? <laughs> Number four, meditate or visualize. So this is different than setting your goals. Remember, every day, if you are seeing what isn't yet but will be, and you're thinking in that, if you, if, by the way, if you have not um, heard the episode about manifestation and how I thought it was all BS, um, I would love it if you would go back and listen to it and tell me what you think of it. And this has brought me to this point. As I literally see things in my life showing up that I manifested even when I thought it was BS. So apparently I didn't think it was that much BS because I still did it. So meditation um, or a visualization, you know, visualization could be part of like what you're manifesting, but you're seeing yourself in a moment that hasn't yet happened. And there's a guy, Charlie Rocket, and he talks about how, you know, everything is in, everything is happening for you right now. Everything is happening for you. It's just that time is catching up. So think of it that way. This is your moment to think of that. Like what I think about is I think about the house that we're going to be in. I think about the reflection of the pool on the early morning and how it's kind of like dewy outside. I think of things like that. I think of the smell of the coffee. I think of, you know, all kinds of things. And and I get down to the like very nitty gritty of it just so it's exactly specific. And I do that every day. So then by the time I get to that moment, it will have already happened. Like I knew that I was supposed to be here. So uh, that's number four. And number five is shower. That sounds so silly. It sounds crazy. I know a lot of people will shower or bathe before they go to bed. But, you know, when you wake up and you start the day showering, is it sparks something in you. I'm not going to be like, um, you know, you have to wash your hair every day if you're one of those people who really likes the dry shampoo thing and likes to go a million days without washing your hair. So be it. I'm trying to be that person and I'm not. <laughs> Just I'm not the person. But if you shower, your it refreshes you. It gets you, it kind of like sets you. So can you imagine if you did these five things before starting your day, like officially starting your day? Number one, you did not pick up your phone. Number two, you set and affirm your goals for the day. Number three, you stretched your body. Number four, you meditated or visualized. And number five, you took a shower. And after all of this was complete, you walked out of your room and you just let the day happen. You will be in a much better position. I really wish I would have done this today, but it actually drove me to the point where I was like, this is what I need to talk about because I know exactly where I took the misstep today and I am not going to take that misstep tomorrow because it just throws everything off. So the phone is a big one, which is why it's number one. Try it. It's difficult and it's hard to remember, but if you really, really try it, I think you'll notice a, a definite change in your day. So that's that. I'm Tasha Box from my unofficial, super non-professional podcast, hoping that we have just been hanging out another day. If there's something in here that you found valuable, I'd love it if you would share with somebody. We're on all platforms now, which is like super exciting. You like how I said we? Because like you're here with me. I imagine you like here with me. We're just all hanging out, except you just haven't spoken yet which kind of is like really like a conversation that I have normally because I tell the longest stories of all time, <laughs> as you can tell. I thank you so much for listening.